Carton. Blair. Buddy, we're back. How the heck are you? I'm good. I'm good. Episode 43, kicking off. Let's go. 43. Let's do this. Let's yep. let's jump right into Bam-o. it. I'm I'm really excited about this one. This is good. we have a, a strong bond over this topic. We do. This is actually this is one of the things other than coaching, right? Because yep. we we started coaching together. But this yep. is what this is kind of the after hours things that uh, really uh, kind of uh, got our friendship blossomed. Yep, this is exactly right. And we spent a lot of time um, jamming. We should probably let people know what we talked about <laughs> playing music. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's here. Yeah. Oh, okay. You were, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah I'm glad I to clear the air on that one. That could have been. Whoopsie. <laughs> yeah, that would have been bad. Yeah. Tonight's subject is music and music. music. Yeah. And yeah. and yes. Carton. What? Because this is pop culture. Yes. Who's our Who's our favorite pop culture co-host? Resident pop culture expert, Kate Patton. What's up, fellas? Oh, Kate, we, we can't tell you how happy we Hi, are Kate. just to be able to hear you. Man, it's been a fight. Yeah. It has. Yeah. It has, and I have to apologize. There's a, a mountain of technical issues on my end. Okay, well, that's okay. It, that's the most right, important Kate. thing is you're here with us now, Kate. That's what matters. Yeah, that's right. I appreciate we, that. We, we, got it, we got it figured out, Kadester. Um, okay. Okay. So, uh, and, and actually, Carden, Cade yep. has been, he's been excited about this episode for months, really. Because we we hit you know the video games we talked about TVs yes. TV shows movies yep. Yep. bam and now it's time for music Kate are you happy I am happy this is this I'm, is one we talked about for quite a while so yeah it should be so nice. I'm I'm really interested in in this from a, a family aspect because I know that you this kind of coming <laughs> and playing at your house for the first time had a bunch of music equipment and tons of stuff set up. So I knew that you were interested, but I'm interested to hear from Kate's perspective and from your perspective, how music, um, was just played a part in you guys is growing up, raising the kids and, and the whole thing. Cause I know Kate, that you, you've been playing instruments and things of that nature. So I'm, I'm really interested to hear you yeah, guys' absolutely. music no, history, stories. if you will. That's right. Yeah, little, little absolutely. pet music history, but first Carden, Yes. You said you had some tantalizing tidbits of information to share. I did? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I do. Um, how about this? I, I, I've got, I just want to ask your opinion on how you feel about, um, let's talk about YouTube for a second. Can we? Okay. Okay. How do you feel right. about YouTube and its uh, ability to um, remove or add content at will? How do you feel um, about that? Can you explain a little bit? Yeah, yeah. let's talk what about uh, let's talk about like YouTube censorship, pulling um, pulling videos down. Um, okay, I think we can all agree on the grotesque or the profane. Like, okay, mm-hmm. there's right. nothing. But how about uh, just an ideals, ideologies that don't uh, follow along with what uh, YouTube, oh, okay. aka Google, so, so, aligns okay. with? You're talking censorship. Yes, I'm talking censorship. Okay. okay. Um, well, you know what? This, you know, not necessarily YouTube, but um, during the election, what was going on and Twitter, because a lot of yeah. accusations about the election, you know, I, that, that's a tough one. But, but I can see Twitter banned people that were saying making false narrative about the election, right? And right. I mean, I, I understand why they did it. And they felt like it was kind of a social service, right? Yeah, to yeah. to stem the tide of misinformation. I mean, that was that was their, right. you know. Um, but then the question goes back to: Well, who decides what what line is crossed? Now, now in the election, I agree. I mean, you know, from everything we've learned thus from that time, there there yeah. wasn't issues with the election. They right. haven't proven anything. So, so I get it. That, that was, but, but aside from that one, right. Um, you, you bring up a good question. You know, where's the line in the sand and who decides it? Bingo. That's the question I have, especially when it comes to, um, content that is not, um, fact-based meaning, um, maybe ideologically or, right. um, cause the fact stuff, I get that the, the misinformation, I totally understand that. But when it becomes, when it's more about an ideology or an idea where the necessarily it's not based in fact, it's more based upon maybe your opinion. Um, yeah. Or societal factors, things of that nature, totally opinion based, agreed. 
Um, I guess. Well, well, like what's going on with abortion right now? Right. Right. Yep. And and again, that that is a very hot topic. True. And very. yeah, I don't know. That's a, I mean, that's a that's a great thing or a great question. Now, have you seen on you? You mentioned YouTube, Cardin. Have you seen where people are getting censored? I mean, is it becoming no? An issue? I don't think it's a it's a censorship thing. I think the only reason that I brought it up with YouTube is because, of course, around the vaccinations, there's a ton of information and misinformation out there. So YouTube okay. has made a pledge to try to pull off a lot of anti-vax what they would consider oh, misinformation, okay. which I, you know, oh, from my standpoint, okay. I would agree with that. But my, my whole point is that um, does the layman then understand that the ideology behind YouTube and that they are a corporation that is owned by another corporation that really what's going to be on the front face of their page is whatever ideology best fits Google when it's all said and done. Um, I... I does there need to be some disclaimer on something as huge as YouTube that provides this mass amount of content for people? I, I, I'm going to say without knowing for sure, I'm sure there is a disclaimer. There, there's got to you be, so? when you sign up yeah, for, there has to be somewhere. Yes, yeah. When you, when I you mean sign something up, that's evident though, you know, I'm not saying that click the box and we could agree to our terms of use. I don't mean that because nobody right. reads that. Let's be honest. Right. I mean something that is actually there that says some content has been removed off of this because of this and this and this. Huh? Well, you know, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not much of a, you know, a, a, a I mean, I watch YouTube occasionally right. but i'm not you know i i have well really let's expand it for... beyond youtube i mean like in okay. any kind of these scenarios like even like facebook you know or even um the large platforms that bring lots of content do you think there's a benefit from them being straight up uh, in the front and honest about um some of the content that's being shared and some that's being blocked and why yeah i think so i think yeah. i think i think um Full disclosure is always a good thing. I really do. Yeah. I, I think mm -hmm. I think the more transparency there is, the the better it is. Um, you know, going back to the election thing, we saw that people really push. And and actually, your example with the vaccination is a, an excellent one as well, um, because some people yeah. feel the need to push a false narrative. And right. and especially with the vaccination, think about this mm -hmm. misinformation was killing people or is killing people is killing people right, right. you know i mean it yeah i mean it, it doesn't get any more serious than that yeah and here's the thing though you're talking about misinformation and stuff that's not limited to stuff you see on your computer but you look at cnn versus fox news a lot of time you're getting two completely different viewpoints right because of just the way they're aligned you know and so it's it's everywhere you know you've right. got to monitor what news station you're listening to Right, but but originally Cardin's talking about these other sites that people go right. to, you know, like like TikTok, it, for example. Right. And, and TikTok. you get and, and with your example, Kay, there's a certain amount of understanding that even the right. layman That's has true. with CNN yeah. and Fox knows, right? That's they true. they know yeah. what they're getting. They they know that there is a definite swing on one side or the other, you know, and are probably yeah. tu tuning in as a result. Um, but are people aware of that when they're on YouTube? Or That's looking true. at Facebook, yeah. I don't know. I just think it's well, a, it's now Facebook, Facebook got in a lot of trouble for yeah, they did basically planting information. Um, you know, see, see, that's something though. See, I, I, I don't think, know. If, was it planting or promoting? I think it was more was well, it's it was the same, having, same right. thing. Though. Okay, fair. Yeah. You see, well, they, they weren't putting the content there, but they were promoting or boosting right. specific were, content over other. But they were putting it in front of your face, and right. in, yes. and you had yes. no idea. You know, yeah. so so they were targeting certain people based on search history and things like that, and they definitely can influence. And, and see, yes. that's where oh, yeah. I, I don't like that. But yeah, you, again, Facebook is the eight hundred pound gorilla in the room. You know, and uh, I I don't know. It's it's <clears throat> because you know when we talked with Anthony about yeah. um, uh, subliminal messages and, and things like it's illegal mm -hmm. to do that. It's supposed yeah. to be. Yeah. Um, but but what is it when you get advertisements for products or services or something based on your search history and all of a sudden they start implanting these ideas and I mean, you know, yeah, what's the difference? Is, is that not somewhat subliminal? Oh yeah. Well yeah. yeah. I mean unless you're fully conscious and, and face it for exactly what it is. 
Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, and I that would actually be an interesting, interesting subject to get somebody on that really, you know, knows that is kind of an expert in that field because yeah. I would be very curious well, to find out. I can, I can recommend, this is kind of along that same line. There's a movie, okay. uh, and I think I've recommended it before, but Social Dilemma, and it's on uh, Netflix. It's oh, a, yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah. We talked yeah, about that. Yeah, yes. yeah. And it is absolutely that. excellent. It is excellent. It truly is excellent, and it's eye-opening. Yeah. It it, well, like, it really freaked a lot of people out. Oh, certainly. Yeah, yeah. as well, it like, should. I mean, really, it should. It should. Facebook now has big warnings and stuff over certain videos like this may or may this may be, you know, not 100% truth information, that, and it yeah. blocks the video until you agree and see their message that says this may be misleading. And so now you can't even watch some videos without having to be like, okay, yeah, well, that's, okay, well, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's I, a step the way in, the, it in the right. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, let, let people decide for themselves, I guess. I mean, you know, this, this is yeah. the age of infringed rights, right? Everybody is upset about their rights yeah. being infringed upon. So, right. you know, let, let them decide what they want to see and listen to. And, and I guess, yeah. you know, I guess that's fine. Yeah. And yeah. not to get, too political, but do you remember who was the big person that was pushing a lot of the false information around the election? <laughs> what? Mm, no, <laughs> no I, I don't, Kate. Who, who was that? So he got banned from Twitter and Facebook because he was posting a bunch of stuff about election fraud and oh, the yeah, machines were bad. I remember yeah, something about that. I, yeah, it seems like I, believe, I believe he's still blocked for both of those. I could be wrong. Yeah. But I don't think they've reinstated his account yet. So I think that led to a lot of it too, because you had a presidential candidate on there spewing yeah. information, and of course, people, especially people in his camp, are going to see that. Day. Well, yeah, that's that's the gospel truth. Yeah. You know? Well, okay. So, Cade, maybe you didn't know about the rule we have around here. Mm. What? We don't talk politics. Or religion, Cade. I know. We, we just. <laughs> I, I said not to get too. I know. But, oh, you okay. gave us a caveat. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. You did okay. say not to get too political. I said not that's to true. get too political. I, I, well, I thanks for the warning. Caveat. Okay. So yeah, you know what? We just don't want to get down in that mud. We we don't no, too. And I so, get that. So, I get yeah, that. So and speaking of speaking of music, um, <laughs> you guys have a rich familial history with music, don't you? Let's talk you about do. music. Let's talk about music, Let's guys. Let's talk about music. Well, we love music. Uh, you know, so I'll start with myself because yes. all three of us here are, are musicians. So um, I started out as a, well, actually, before I was a drummer, I had to play piano. My, my parents, my mom was one of those parents that thought I was wanting to play drums to get out of actually learning music, yes. which she was right, 100%. She got it. Nice work, mom. And so I was required to play piano for two years, um, which I did. And so I got done with that. And then I was allowed to join the band uh, cool. at the school, the junior high band. So uh, when I went in to join said junior high band, um, there was no opening in the drummer section. And, and by this time, I had had sticks at home and I practiced. And I, you know, I, I, I didn't have actual drums. I played on my mattress. Um, but you know, I, I was a pretty good drummer probably for a mattress pretty good and, mattress uh, drummer, yeah. yeah, it was a mattress drum. It got a little dusty. I do remember that. But anyway, uh, so the only opening was for a tuba a and tuba. so, yeah, so my band teacher had me meet with a high schooler that played tuba. His mm -hmm. name was Matt. I still remember this. And we went into one of the soundproof <laughs> practice rooms and sat down with this ginormous tuba. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And Matt starts telling me about, you know, um, a lot of people don't think this is cool, but actually the tube is a great instrument. He said, you know, he starts really, you know, showing me that, you know, it, it actually is a cool thing. So I, cool. I blew on the thing a couple of times until my lips swelled up. And you're um, talking about the tuba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blew on, <laughs> blew, blew on the tuba. Blew on the yeah. tuba, Cardin. Cardin. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And uh, until my lips we're swollen. And I don't know if you've ever like played trumpet or tuba or anything, but yeah, uh, your lips get really, uh, it's, it's a weird from phenomenon. the vibration, so, right? Yeah, it is. Yep. So anyway, that lasted a couple nights after school and yep. I went into the band teacher and I said, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to play tuba. And he says, well, what would you like to play? And he knew I wanted to play drums, but uh, yet again, there was no openings. So I said, well, what's that thing that slides back and forth? And he goes, oh, that's go. the trombone. 
He goes, okay, yeah, you can start with trombone. So I sat up there in the trombone section for a couple, I don't know, week, two weeks. And then, like, there was a divine intervention. One of the drummers decided he wanted to play trombone. Look at that. He saw how much fun I, I Were you yucking I, it up like, over there? His, na- his name was Lance Styron. I still remember the guy. And he's like, uh, yeah, Mr. Sept, our band teacher, um, do you think I could play trombone? I'm like, oh, well, Were you like, drummer. Oh, this is the, man, this is the coolest uh, instrument there yes. is. <laughs> so, yep. So Lance jumped the, the percussion group and jumped in with the trombones and old Blair like Rooney that. jumped bam, right in the rest is history people he, did, he didn't get it he didn't get it <laughs> oh I got it all right buddy I got oh, it you, the other guy oh <laughs> he didn't yeah. get it uh, who cares I I mean I was in I got what I wanted but anyway so so that's how it started for me I got I started playing drums in high school fell in love with them played them all the time uh, and Kept playing. I've had drum sets my whole life. Um, and so when I had kids, still was playing. Um, and Cade started playing when he was really little. And the thing is, I didn't teach like how him every... Little? How really little? He could sit down and play rhythms when he was four. That's awesome. Well, the, 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 the really awesome thing was everybody that heard him drum basically told me I taught him right? Like formally. And I didn't, I did not teach him. He, he picked it up just by listening to me and watching and then just playing. He did a hundred percent. Um, and I was, it blew me away because Cade, uh, and you'll admit Cade athletically, we were very uncoordinated. I will hundred percent admit it. Yep. Yeah. Not inclined athletically at all, but but he could sit down at that drum kit and play it, you know, feet doing something, hands doing something. And, you know, That's very awesome. athletic type kids would sit down and look like total buffoons, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, so music was a big deal in the house. Um, I always had, and then I, I played guitar a little bit and the older the kids got, the more I played guitar and then we would kind of jam together. But, but even when we weren't playing it, music was always a big thing. We had a stereo upstairs and we would put the music on and yeah. we'd wrestle and run around. And I mean, music's just always been uh, a big part of our lives. Yeah. You yeah. guys are like the Partridge family, kind of. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, not quite. No no tight suits. <laughs> so, Kate, do you remember playing the drums that young? I do, actually. I can remember the first, vaguely enough to yeah. say, um, but I can remember sitting down, you know, and Dad was actually, he, uh, at the time, the drums were, we were living in Lewistown, the drums were in the garage in his little office. And his computer was right in front of the drums, and I sat down. I remember I just started playing the rhythm, and I didn't really think anything of it. And I look up, and he had stopped what he was doing, and he was staring at me. And I remember just looking, and he goes, "No, no, no, do that again." (laughs) Don't stop. He goes, "Don't stop, dude. Keep going." And I, you know, did it. And he just walks over, and he sat there for a little bit, and he's like, "He just, he could, like he said, he he just couldn't believe it." And of course, me, I didn't think anything of it. I was like, "What?" fun i guess but, yeah. uh, okay was it fun were you were enjoying it you remember enjoying I, it and liking it i do remember enjoying it. i thought it was fun because i listened to him for a long time and yeah. one of the biggest things is and he he left this out but he was in a band called the honey pot and they would do the their honey pot in the honey pot and they would do their rehearsals in the garage and you could a hear it from inside the house but i always go out and sit with them while they practiced Awesome. And I can, still, I can still remember a couple of the members. There's Heavy was the bass guitarist. He was a funny guy. <laughs> yep. And one of the one of the people I enjoyed watching the most, his name was Todd. He was the lead guitarist. And I tell you what, when he played, he was in a world of his own. He was almost spinning in circles, head banging. Love it. He was nice, all over the place. Nice, nice, oh, yeah. Nice. Todd, Todd was very animated, but he, okay, he was so, good. Uh, th- let's talk Honeypot for just a little bit. What kind of songs was Honeypot making? Honeypot was a cover band. Nice. Our logo, our, our motto was Honeypot, good to the last drop. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> okay, well, hit me with some, what's a set list? What were you guys playing? Well, we we played rock. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we played, um, oh my gosh, Shinedown. We played Collective Soul. We played Creed. Yeah, and we and we played some classics. You know, we I mean, you know, we, back then you you got to play some some classic stuff. Um, yeah, you know, um, gosh, rat. Uh, 
No, no, we, no, we didn't. We played we played some Van Halen, but but it was yeah. more. Um, and we did and we did originals too. But I mean, you know, the, we played some Deep Purple and just you know some classic stuff. Yeah. But but we liked we liked more rock that was fairly modern. Um, okay, yeah. Played some Seether and 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 the other thing is all of us liked to to write music and create. So cool. we actually cool. had a lot of our own songs, which in a in a, a small town where people, um, you know, just want to hear you play and stuff, you got away with that, and it was pretty cool. And, they, and actually, yeah. people were really supportive of us playing original music, you know, whereas if you were in a bigger venue, people aren't going to want to hear that. They want to hear the music they know, you know. Yeah. Um, but in, in smaller venues and stuff, people were really cool about it. So um, it, was a, it was a lot of fun. How were you? Uh, how are you collaborating on that music? Was it some guy would just come in with the riff, and then you guys were good enough musicians? Absolutely. To fill in? Yeah. Yeah. And on cool. my part, I would actually write the music because um, I played guitar too. So I oh, would right, right. I would write lyrics and music, um, and it was a combination. Sometimes I would come up with a melody and then mm-hmm. put words to it, and then other times when I would drive. I would just sit there and think of lyrics, you know, and, and come yeah, up. And yeah. I actually, I mean, I wrote a lot of songs. It's sad because yeah. hardly any of them are still around. But um, but anyway, that that's kind of how it happened with all of us. And I remember, you know, um, Heavy, um, he didn't write a lot, but he had a few. And he'd come and say, uh, you know, and, and it's really interesting because, you know, different people are inspired in completely different ways, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and the music comes out and it's just an extension of themselves. And it was really, mm-hmm. really cool right. to do that. It's probably yeah. knowing people on a whole different level, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I can actually remember one time they had a, a gig, and Dad goes, do you want to come to our gig with us? And I was like, sure. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And so we pull into the back of this bar. I remember thinking, I shouldn't be going in here. And Dad's like, oh, you're fine. And we go in there. It's this smoky bar. And I remember he had me in the back of the stage sitting there. It was a smoky bar. You know, people were, majority of them, I, was it, I think it was like midday. So there wasn't a whole lot of people in. The people that were in there were the, the regulars. Yeah. And so they, <laughs> they, were, they were having a good time. And I just remember sitting there thinking, like, okay, this is fun. But I was almost a little uncomfortable the whole time. I'm like, I probably shouldn't be in here. <laughs> Well, I did guarantee you it wasn't. Did you go out there? Did you did you hit the drums a little bit? Did they, did you, I think I did, did actually. I think Dad brought me out and I played a little bit with the nice. guys. Nice, that's yeah. cool. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I guarantee it wasn't midday. I don't think we. I don't think we ever. It was played about a one o'clock gig. in the afternoon on a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so, Cade. We usually so we would get set up usually about nine, um, and usually we would play from like nine thirty or ten till two. That was kind That's of the, the thing. And I we and, okay. Wow, you guys were playing long sets sense. then. Yeah, we would yeah, we did. We I mean we played four hours. It was fun. Um no, no, I I mean you were you were pretty young. you didn't go when you were four. Yeah. I think that was more like when you were ten or no, something. No, I was but, older, but I can remember oh, yeah, you, you were smoking, Kate, at that point, right? <laughs> yeah. you, well, you had developed a smoking habit at that point. No. Yeah. I yeah. can actually remember mom wasn't thrilled about it. She's like, A, too late for him to be up, and he's in a bar. <laughs> Dad's yeah. like, ah, he's fine. Let the kid go. He's not drinking. He's just smoking. He's, <laughs> well, he's again, fun. small town, and everybody knows everybody oh, and stuff, for, yeah, and it was, it was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And look, it's, um, it's, it's carried it with you this whole time, Kate. But, oh, so, what an experience. So there was the honeypot. That was one angle. And then another thing my dad did is he gave drum lessons, and so there was a whole bunch of random kids that would come to the house, and he would give them drum lessons. So I got to listen to that, too. Yeah, and he mm-hmm. did that for quite a while. And uh, what, one, how did you uh, how did you feel about doing drum lessons? What was that experience like? <laughs> well, thank God for Adderall. Uh, yeah, I I was I you know, and I and I've coached and worked with kids a lot. And but yeah, drum lessons. Um, okay, so let me just put it this way: when yeah. you get motivated kids that put in yeah. the time, it was a yeah. blast. Yeah. When you get kids that you honestly don't know from week to week if there's any progression at all, 
it, or why they're sucks. even doing it probably. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's a drain on you because you're like, okay, it might. And then you, you challenge yourself. Okay. I need another approach. I've got to figure out yes, a different way. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would like let them pick out a song and we'd try to teach them the, the, how to play to the song. We would just do rudiments, you know, just, which is rudiments sucked and kids just, you lost them. And so we, we, yeah. I, I left the rudiments up to their band teacher. Um, I wanted them to have fun. You know, I, I wanted them because, because I, when I learned, I was pretty much self-taught, you know, I did take yeah. drums in school, but I learned the drum set completely on my own. I had no instructors. My band teacher did not know anything about drums. So I was a hundred percent self-taught and yeah. I kind of took that approach with the kids. But man, I tell you what, when you get kids that don't practice and they're not enthusiastic about it, mm-hmm. ugh, it was awful. Okay. Do you adhere to the belief that some people have rhythm and some don't? Can rhythm well, be taught? Oh, yeah, it can definitely be taught. But I will also say Cade is a perfect example of somebody who had rhythm. He was yeah. born with that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I, 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 so my son is the same way, Mark. He will. Um, it's funny that you can be in church with a bunch of grown people. And when it's time to clap, like everybody's on off beats and they're, you know, a quarter late or, you know, whatever. Right. Right. And Marky has just had the, the innate ability from the beginning to be able to always be on beat from forever, you know, since the time that yeah. he's been able to like pat his leg or clap or anything, he's just always on beat. And it's, I, you know, clearly I didn't yeah. teach him anything. We always right. had music playing and stuff, but even now to this date, he's consistently, he can hold a rhythm in anything he's doing, which I, no, I think, I, is, I think, you know, some people has, have that innate. I don't know if that's from listening to music or, or where No, I, I think, I think yeah. you're right. I think it's innate. Well, I, you know, you hear people say, well, they have an ear for music. Yeah. And, yeah. and an ear yeah. for rhythm, an ear for this, for that. No, I 100%. Cardin, have you ever noticed, and Cade, you'll have to agree, like, our, like Sayer, right, my youngest, I would have to listen to a song, even a pretty basic song, to learn the lyrics. It would take me several times. Now, drum, it, here's yeah. a funny thing. To learn yeah. the drum part, it was easy. Yeah. Lyrics killed me. Now, yeah. Sayer yeah, listens to hip-hop. He listens to hip hop and a lot of that stuff is fast. It's rap. And that kid can pick it up. Like you cannot even believe And I mean, I have literally said, okay, find a song that you do not know. And let's see how long it takes you to learn it. And it's, it's amazing. And I'm not like that at all. Yeah. I mean, I'm and Kate and Kate, you're not like that either. Are you? No, not at all. Um, but you know, talk about an ear for music. Sometimes that can be a detriment and dad, you can even hear like, at a band concert or whatever basketball game, listen to the band. If that drummer is off or bad, I pick it up and it ruins the whole experience. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't even hear it. So I'm just, just, just yep. sitting here. I can't not hear it, and so right. I'm just sitting there like that drummer's off. Yeah. <laughs> not yeah. enjoyable, and I could just look at Dad, and he just looks at me, and he sees his, and we just shake our heads. Uh, yeah, no. Okay, get off of there, little guy. We, Let me we, show you a little something. We yeah. just went to a college football game last weekend, and we were leaving, and my wife says to me, Blair, I'll bet you were tempted to want to get on those drums. And I said, well, no, why? She goes, oh, that drummer was off the whole time. And I'm like, <laughs> I, did, I wasn't listening to the band, so I didn't hear I mean, it, but she did. did apparently, she was like, yeah, hey, hey, kid, get off there. My husband's going to take yeah. over. I'm like, yeah, yeah come on. No, come that's on. <laughs> okay, over. so Carden, your turn, buddy. Yes. You, you, you and I played a lot of guitar together. Yeah, right. we played so, a ton of guitar so together. Yeah, tell yeah. us about your musical journey. Oh man, well I've always loved um, music, um, just in general. Um, I, I think I I remember when I was like in fifth grade, when I would be walking home, I'd have one, a Sony Walkman that would have the CD in it. Oh yeah, um, and they oh, hadn't yeah. they hadn't the invented the technology yet that you could like flip that thing around, so it would you know it would always skip. So I would be walking home the whole way home. I would be holding my hand out like I was a server so that that CD uh, wouldn't skip at all. <laughs> because if you moved it a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right, it would start skipping, and I couldn't have that, you know. Yep. And I can still visualize that little silver Sony Walkman that had a oh, CD yeah. in it in my hand. Um, so that basically sums up, uh, you know, my relationship with music. I was always, man, I spent hours and hours on the computer at night um, just downloading, um, especially when Napster came out, it was like my oh, world Napster. was open. Yep. Um, and it was I, like I an all-you-can-eat buffet. It seriously yep. was, and I, w- I would be downloading um, discologies um, 
from everybody i'd hear one song and be like i want everything you know what i mean and i i would uh, i would just had tons and tons of music but you know in addition to this listening to a a, a ton of different music i also would get locked in and i there would be months at a time where i would could just listen to a cd on repeat and just every single song right at the beginning started all over Um, so i always had a love for that and i always like um i always you know we i grew up in a a church of christ so we always sang acapella so i you know grew up singing acapella in church and stuff like that which i really enjoy doing and uh through that kind of experience and then my experience with just like learning i remember i went uh, on a um a baseball tournament one time and a guy played um hybrid theory so it was lincoln park oh yeah uh, and, and i it was Solid. like my world opened up for the very first time to alternative music and i was like this is awesome (laughs) this is not church of christ this is great no this is totally different you know because up to this point it was like my dad's music so i was listening to the eagles or i was listening to literally a band called acapella or you know this other like pop stuff you know and and i heard this for the first time stuff that you don't hear on the radio you know and uh i you know and prior to this too i was making my own mixtapes so i would stay up all hours of the night with head headphones in and when a song came on the the radio that i liked i would record it onto a a tape yeah see Um, and and carden think about it the kids now your boys my kids they don't know they don't know the work you made a mixtape that was like a work of art it's like it was was. and if this is my you hit it right and everything that was on there it it was like it was a such a prized possession because there's so much work exactly like you said went into it and it had the songs that you liked and it was it was, uh, yeah, it was a ton of work. Yeah. So I, I was doing that. Yeah. And then I remember my dad brought home like this, uh, this Columbia Records magazine, right? And he, for some reason, they were like, let's do it. Everybody gets to pick a CD. You know, if you buy one CD, you get five free. That was their deal. Um, so everyone was like, you get to pick one. And, and right there, I, I'll never forget, uh, Linkin Park Hybrid Theory was in there. <laughs> that was like this is the one that I want. And I, I yeah. remember my dad talked like almost trying to talk me out of it. Like, are you sure? Like, have you heard this stuff before? <laughs> like, do you know what this is? And I was like, I know exactly what this is. This is what I want. Uh, and I, and I played that CD probably until it stopped working. Um, just over and over yeah. again. And, uh, um, so I, you know, I did that as a kid all the way up through and I didn't really pick up the guitar a little bit. Um, a little bit in high school, but really it started post high school. And I, you know, I was in the band too. So I played percussion. Um, I started that in sixth grade and played percussion and, you know, rhythm instruments. I never, I owned a set when I was in high school and I played it. Um, but I was in such isolation with anybody else that played that I just didn't know if I was good. It was like me and another buddy that just played and we would wail on that thing. Um, and I enjoyed the heck out of it, but it never really yeah. went anywhere and then ended up just kind of collecting dust. Um, and it wasn't until I picked up the guitar that I was like really fell in love with uh, an, an instrument that you could play very, very rhythmically, mm-hmm. just like the drums, but also just make yeah. awesome um, music with it too. Um, and yeah. And so, so did you, I, did you take I, lessons then? No, I completely self-taught. Okay. Yeah, so okay. I, uh, yeah, completely self-taught. I think I had a book or my dad had an old book. And then I learned, um, a chord. And I think I remember like tuning everything and getting it right. And then playing like an E chord and I could hear it. You know what I mean? Sure. And that was it for me. I was like, okay, like this is so something the, the I hook do. was, the hook was set. So the hook was set. Yeah, exactly. And, and it, it really wasn't until, you know, um, I've talked about some of the difficulties I had in, in college and stuff like that. And it really wasn't until I was like, okay, I got to turn my life around type of, of decision, um, that I had to do that. And then at the same time, uh, my, my friend group was not making that same decision as I was so quickly. I found myself uh, friendless and, uh, was like, okay, well, I'm just going to teach myself to play the guitar. So that, um, summer, I think it was when that happened was like, um, huge. I think over the course of like three months, I learned more than I had in two years. And that's what really, um, really i just fell in love with it and that's why i still haven't play play a ton today really yeah that's awesome and and what so so what was the genre of music you listened to carton that you would play with oh man oh man i was an emo kid in high school not really like not in dress and appearance but 
But you like I that music. Like, so so who's emo? That that... Remind me okay. who was emo music. Okay, well, I shouldn't say emo, okay? Because there are, like, some actual emo um, bands that I didn't listen to. Like, I, I don't know, like Hawthorne Heights would have been moving into more emo. And then, um, you know, I, I more listen to what I would consider now looking back, like, pop punk. So I liked uh, Jimmy Eat World. Uh, I liked uh, Taking Back Sunday. Uh, Motion City Soundtrack was a favorite band of mine. Uh, and Yeah, and just a lot of in that genre. But then there was also some like some punk bands that were kind of like ska, so like Real Big Fish. Um, oh, Arts yeah, Bandits remember, yeah. was a Absolutely. really cool band. Uh, so yeah, that, that, that genre I really um, gravitated towards. I wanted to feel something. I was feeling stuff in high school, and that music hit me. <laughs> hit me just right well i mean and and that i mean that is how it happens you know you like yeah. like with me I, I was telling you guys earlier that that like you know when we're talking about music you you have to talk about personal experiences and personal yeah you know inflections and reflections yeah. about you know and so <clears throat> my my story that i wanted to share was so i was i was like a sophomore and there was a girl that i really liked and you know, she, we, we kind of talked and, you know, I thought, man, there's something there, you know, there's something there. And well, then I, you know, I got my heart broke. Right. And, uh, so I played journey, um, a lot and it was, it was yeah. separate yeah. ways. Wait, time out. The, was it journey the song, or foreigner? You told no. me it was foreigner. No, 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 no. You're, you're completely, completely, no, it was I journey. I want to know so, what love is. That was when you told me you used to No, dude. That, Dude, that didn't come out until I was in college. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Uh, anyway, my so... Crossed. That's my bad. Yeah. So, no, it was Journey Separate Ways, and that was the song. Um, and oh. Journey had it. I, I can't Classic. remember the... I think it was, I think the album was Frontiers, if I remember, it's Frontiers, but, but yeah, so anyway, and, <laughs> I remember, and I had a, I, we, you know, we called them uh, Ghetto Blasters, right, it was, yeah. a, it was just a tape <laughs> player with big speakers, and uh, Rewind, re, I, you know, how I didn't wear yeah. that particular song out, because it just, but, it, but I just remember feeling like, yeah, this is exactly, you know, what he's saying, you get me, it's exactly <laughs> you how, get yeah, he get, yeah. Steve Perry, he, he got me, man, he knows me, he, he knows got me. me. Yeah, and then a week later, you completely forget about it and you move on. You're like, oh, yeah. okay, yeah, there's another girl. So, um, but but yeah, I mean, that's just you know, and I still remember that now because I was so melancholy and sad and just yeah. you know, it was such a big deal at that point in your life. But the first thing I reached for, it wasn't you know, I didn't tell anybody, I didn't talk to my buddies. I reached for music. Music. Yep, exactly. And I think what's awesome about music, this is what I absolutely love, is that you can listen to that song now, Blair, and you're taken right back to that absolutely. week that you yeah. were heartbroken in high school, and you're there, and to the point where you 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 can hear what's happening. You, you know, <laughs> that, you are just so immersed in that it. sad little guy in his '67 yeah. Mustang cruising around by himself <laughs> yeah. with his his. So I, you know, one thing I remember about my Ghetto Blaster, it was a it was a Panasonic. And where the tape cassette went in, I cut out a yeah. picture of Van Halen in concert and stuck it there. So it, when you shut it, it looked like Van Halen was tiny and plain in my, in my, you know. And I remember I thought that was the <laughs> nice. coolest thing. I thought that's so cool. That's so original. I have Van Halen in my ghetto blaster, right? Yeah. yeah but yeah. but it was so. But but yeah, I, I absolutely, Cardin. And that and that's one of the the just insanely awesome things about music is its ability to take you back to teleport you it's a time yeah. machine right it is a time machine totally. um yeah so i mean what you know what share one of yours card what's 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 one of yours oh one that i'll never forget this is kind of this is kind of strange but this is totally uh it, i i I, w I would say that it sticks with me so much because of the the sensory around it when i was uh probably maybe in junior high or maybe early high school we had a, um, a pool that we would go to a local pool and um, we would go always go um, in the evenings. So we would, it, you know, it was still hot in Illinois. So you could go at like seven o'clock, which is when we went, and then they closed at nine, and it would still be hot, right? It'd still be eighty-five or ninety, you know. And uh, I remember we went there because then it wasn't so crowded. You know, most of the crowds that were there during the day had left. The sun was kind of going down, but the water was still. It was just awesome, anyways. So there was a uh, there was a water slide uh, that uh, you had to go up these like flights of stairs, right? Okay. So I'll never forget uh, "Semi Charmed Kind of Life." You know that song? 
Yeah, I think yeah. it's uh, yeah. Third a Third Eye Blind. Charmed Alive. Yeah, it yeah, was uh, Blink baby, 182. Baby. Or no, I mean, it was no, no, it's uh, Third, Third Eye, Eye Blind. Blind. Third, Third Eye Blind. Blind. Okay. Blind. Yeah. Every time, every time I hear that song, I am transported right back to the top of that tower and about to choose to go down. Like I can smell the chlorine. I can feel how wow. warm it is. I'm up there because that's where the, the speaker was set, was up there to blast for everybody in the park, right? They sure, had a bunch sure. of other speakers, but you were right there. So it was like my ear was like <laughs> in the radio. And I every time I hear that song, I'm back there, you know, I'm in junior high. I'm about to go down a water slide. Like no matter what, every time. That's one of many. Because we, I, I, honestly, a favorite pastime of me and my friends were just throwing in music and cruising. Once we started learning to drive, you know, pick your own music, throw it in, and you just drive around town and drive the back roads or whatever. And we always had music blasting. So I've got a ton of songs that, yeah. <laughs> that do the transport, but that is one for sure that oh, yeah. uh, always does it to me. Yeah. Kate, sure. What about you, buddy? Song, by the way, oh, it's it is a good. Song. Third Eye Blind. Third Eye Blind was a, a good group. Oh I mean, man, a really, yeah, really good group. Yeah, I enjoyed all yeah, the music. They've got, they've got some good songs. Um, I guess for me, um, there's certain songs that take me right back to high school, like uh, Maroon Five. She will be loved. Every time oh, I yeah. hear that, I'm transported into my car with my friends because that's what we would do. Like Carter was saying, we would cruise around all around town just playing music and that one for some reason came on every time we played it every time we were cruising and so whenever i hear that i'm just right back in the car yeah and it was uh the gutless cutlass we had an oldsmobile cutlass <laughs> yeah, and nice. somehow nice. i always got designated as the driver and yeah. so that's what we would you know because it, it was your gas cade <laughs> yeah probably. yeah exactly but i can remember early on you know because uh, i again was not the athletic person but early on i realized that music was something that dad and i had in common and i can remember yep. dad um always carried around this giant black thing full of cds it had so many almost couldn't zip it all the way shut there was so yeah. many cds crammed in there and every vehicle went with us we it went between vehicles and there's so many cds in there and we'd get in there and i just flipped through and i'd pick one and there's this one song that we listened to every day on the way to school him me and my sister and it was by the flies and it got you where i want you every day before school we'd crank the speaker <laughs> and we'd sing to it and that was our thing every day yeah and and the little the little girl kid's sister tylee was um what two years younger and she and yeah. and, and they would sing along and it, it was awesome and you're right Kay, we do that every day and the kids love that every song day. and it was so yeah. fun. Wait, it was the flies yeah, the, there was a group called the Flies, the Flies. Yeah. and the song was Got You Where I Want You. Got you yeah. where I want you. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. a great, great song. Great song, but yeah, that was every morning. And then as I got older, you know, and of course as Sarah got older, him and my dad, their thing became more sports related, but my dad and I always stuck to music. I can remember for talent shows and stuff, he would bring in his guitar and I would be on the drums. We'd basically just jam in front of the school. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it was. Fun. And that was, Very that cool. was my thing. Everyone knew I was a drummer because I didn't play sports, but I was a drummer and we were like, yeah, that's so cool. But, uh, and as you know, we've got older, that's always been a constant for the two of us. Cause Sayer, he listens to rap and neither me and my dad are really into that. So we yeah. both connected over rock music because we both like the drums and that's our thing. And even today, we go to concerts. That's our thing. We've gone to many together, yep. and we still every every year look for okay, who do we want to go to this year? Cool. Yeah, we just we just went to uh, Guns and Roses, which was yeah. awesome. Yeah, um, and that's that's been our thing. It has been music, particularly you know rock music, because of the drums. And I can remember Dad actually around the same time he was doing drum lessons. The other kids started making me do rudimentary drum lessons as well in the late in the evenings and I can remember one particular time I actually had broke my wrist but mom and dad being the parents they were, were like ah oh, you didn't break it and I can remember <laughs> him making me drum with this broken wrist yeah and it was incredibly painful and I kept telling them like dad this hurts something's not right he's like keep drumming you're fine come on <laughs> drum it off okay. <laughs> rub a little dirt on it and get back yeah. in there yeah there you and go you may have grown you're a pussy out there once or twice. No, I'm just kidding. But I, um, yeah, I don't think so. 
I know, I'm joking. But I remember, yeah, just it hurt him going in finally because mom was like, hey, Blair, it's been like a week. He's still complaining. Dad, I still don't think it's broke. He just doesn't want a drum. And <laughs> it was all I, about getting out now, of drum Okay, now, I, I, this sounds like more like a therapy session. I'm not sure I'm digging this anymore. No, Cade. anyway. <laughs> does this, does this anyway. story have a moral to it, Cade? No, yeah, it my, up, my it, wrist it, still it, hurts, Dad. <laughs> no, it ended up being broke, but it was just – that was for a long time growing up. That was our thing, and that's where we bonded. Is we'd go out and drum, and I can, I can remember you know with the honey pot just sitting out there and just thinking it was so cool. The honey band. You need it now. If you're gonna tell the name of the band, take the off of it. It was just honey pot. Oh, it was oh. just honey pot. I yep. thought it was the honey pot. Nope, honey pot. Good honey to pot. the last drop. Hey, uh, uh, okay, so you bring up an interesting. Um, uh, thought Cade what is uh best concerts that you guys have been to can you can okay. you can you say this is my favorite what, what, what okay. was your favorite well yeah, I have favorite, I yeah I, go ahead Cade my favorite with the two so probably last year we went to Shinedown over by Missoula in the outdoor amphitheater oh yeah 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 and that was probably my favorite concert I've been to because we were together we both loved Shinedown they played Pretty much all of our favorite songs we hope they'd play. And awesome. it was just, it was a lot of fun. We both enjoyed, we were both singing and yeah, jamming. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a blast. That, that was a good one. I, I think if I had to pick a favorite one that was with Cade, it was U2. Oh, oh I yeah, I saw U2. That was a good one. But see, he, he was the U2 guy. I mean, I like him, but they're not a band that I gravitate towards. And so he mm-hmm. just asked how I wanted to go. And I'm like, I'm not going to pass up a concert. Well, of so course I not. Went. Yeah. And it was pretty. That one was pretty awesome. It was pretty sweet, even for not being a big U two guy. It was. They put sweet. on a good show, huh? Great yeah, show. Matter matter of fact, they're rated. I read an article and just you know one guy's opinion of the twenty best groups to see in concert, and this is throughout. Like Led Zeppelin was on there, The Who was on there, and so was U two. And also, yeah. actually, Kate, I don't know if I told you this, but so was Guns N' Roses was on his list too. So. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. You did tell me that. You did tell yeah. me that. Which I could see it. They put on a pretty good show. It, well, yeah, they're and, and at this point they're pretty. You know, Guns N' Roses is definitely iconic. So, um, yeah. but but they do put on a good live show. They really they were late. They were two and a half hours late, which yeah. kind of sucked. But, oh, really? I, yeah. I thought it was kind of funny because they had those big HD screens, so you could get a good view no matter where you're at of the guys on stage and stuff. But <laughs> it really showed the guy's age. <laughs> okay, like, so so I have. Before we get too far along, I have a little sampling. So, so Cade and I wrote a song together, um, and yeah. Cade was probably he was probably twelve or thirteen. So, I'm gonna play a little bit um, of this song. Cade, we'll see if you remember this. Okay, all right, here we go. Blair, that's you on the vocals. Yeah, that's me. I do remember that. Very well. <laughs> okay, I'll go to the I'll go to the chorus because this yeah, one killed me. Chorus, <laughs> okay, here we go. I remember that very well. <laughs> very well. That was "She Loves Me Not" by yeah. Cade and Blair. I like Cade and yeah. Blair. Oh man, that is I, great. Uh, I came up with the chorus. He made the lyrics, but I remember I was just playing the drums one day and just singing random lyrics. And for some reason, I got stuck on that one. I don't even know why, but I just kept. And of course, I couldn't do any lyrics. But Dad happened to be in the office at the same time. He's like, "Hey, I kind of like that." So we formed the lyrics. But I remember we had this. He had this big blue recording box. It was the first one he ever bought and it was huge. You had to keep it on a stool because it was so big and heavy. Yeah, it was a cord. And it had it had many, many recordings in it, but they were just recording one, two, three. You, there was no names. And I remember we had some company over one time and he always told me, don't mess with that. And I was in there and the amp was on. I didn't realize how loud the amp was, but I was just going through and I was trying to find a particular, probably that song to listen to. I was like, oh, I think this is it. And I play it 
and it's just dad singing, no drums, nothing else. And it kicks on, and he goes, oh! and all of a sudden I hear him get up and he runs in there and he shuts it off and goes, stop <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I, I will tell you right now, full disclosure, I'm not a singer. You know, I mean, uh, I've, I've sang. Oh, what but, do you mean? Come on, that sounded great. Uh, yeah. Okay, so anyway, we're, we have company, and Cade goes in there <laughs> and is messing with my Korg, and he turns, and I had it hooked up to a big amp, right? Yeah. So yeah, we're, we're all sitting out there visiting, and all of a sudden at, you know, a thousand decibels is me <laughs> singing, and it wasn't very flattering, and I'm like, I'll be right back. Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh, excuse me. It was, <laughs> okay. no, it was quicker than that. You got up pretty fast. I could well, hear of course you. I did. Okay, so, okay, so Carden, Carden, yes. you and, now, you wait, and wait, I. Now, wait, wait, wait. What's the timestamp on that one? When did you guys do that? Okay, that had to be probably oh. 2006. Oh, yeah, probably. Great. 2005. Yeah, okay, okay yeah. so Cardin, Cardin yes. in my little bag of tricks, I have a song you and I Well, you wrote. better blast it then, because that's yeah. the only way it sounds good. Okay, you ready? I remember, I remember so, okay, so this is a song that Cardin and I, well, we co-wrote it, we did. and yep. then we played it. I'm on guitar, um, and I did guitar and drums, and then yep. Cardin is singing, right? Vocals? Yep. And this is Average Heartbreak. I think I did the baseline on this one. She walks alone. Oh, yeah. Trying that Bono? to remember the love that has grown cold. And now she Actually, knows. It kind of sounds like Don Henley. She'll never find a love like that down oh. this road. I love that Les Paul, you know, going on there, just ripping it, Cardi. Hey, I was playing bass on that one, wasn't it? Yeah, you were. I you were. Bass line to you start were. With. That's what I thought. 100%. Okay, let's go to the chorus. Let's hit him with the real stuff here. Yeah, yeah. It's hard for me not. Okay, to here comes the chorus. Okay, oh, that, I'm angst. telling you, we could have got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the angst. I remember yes, trying to do that so many times, and then uh, I would record one, and you look at me and go, oh, yeah, um, okay, let's try that again. Do you think we could, <laughs> do you think we could try that again? Let's do it again. So this time, does, do you do it better? Could you try to do it a little bit better? Oh, man, we played, uh, we did it, we could have done a ton of songs i think that was the one that we decided to actually record but uh we, we did it man we played a, a lot of music yeah we 100 percent did and and that was um well i don't know and and kate and i well let's see we did that song but we used to play all the time just jam and that that yep. was a big thing yeah. just to sit yeah. kate would jump on the drums and i'd grab a guitar and we'd just sit down there and jam and um okay so so part of this we wanted to talk about influences and a big a big thing for me was i grew up in the 80s so heavy metal was a big thing right yeah. um rat bon jovi motley Crue, van halen um god there and and so one kind of funny little rabbit hole thing we got we got into this thing where we wanted to listen to obscure new groups right because we we and when i say we the friends and i that used to listen to a lot of the music we're kind of sick of, you know, by the time something made it on the radio, we're like, eh, we want something more original. So we, it became this, like, effort to find these bands that nobody had heard of, right? Yeah. So I had groups like uh, Heavy Petten, Icon, uh, Armored Saint, um, 
Oh my gosh. I mean, just, just so many, a Bodine barrel. Oh yeah. yeah. Where you're just going. And, and so what we would do is they still had albums, right? So we'd go into the record store and we would pick the music based on who had the coolest album cover. You know, and that was sure. it. That was, and you yeah. you turn and well, if you flipped it over and it was a bunch of you know nerd looking dudes, you're like, nope, nope. But like, there's a group <laughs> called Sabotage. You're like, I mean, yeah. it, it was all about yeah. They if they looked like they rocked, you, you know, we're in it, and then we'd go buy the cassette or the CD, you know, that that yeah. had the band. And surprisingly, we got a few lemons. You know, we yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised by that. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I'm not surprised at all. We got a few lemons that way, but um, but on the flip side, we also found some really cool groups. And I still, you know, that's the awesome thing about um, Apple Music now is I've tracked down a lot of that obscure music. And guess what? It's still there. There's a group called the Slam and Watusies. Um, and Cardin, you would probably like these guys. They were punk. Um, the Slam and Watusies. I like yep. the names. Slam and Watusies. Um, but yeah, I mean, there was, there was just a, a lot of that. And then it, it, you know, I, I graduated high school in 85, which was kind of, I won't say the peak. I think the peak of heavy metal was probably 86, 87. And I went to New York city to get in a band. I was a drummer. I saved up money. I decided not to go to college my first year out of high school. So I went to New York city, um, tried to get in a band and came back. I was, I was in New York for about uh, maybe a month or three weeks and came back, um, didn't, didn't get any auditions, and then headed for California, and the same thing, about starved to death. But you were doing it. Wow. You were living yeah, it. Was, yeah, it. I was, I was trying, I was trying to live the dream. But, yeah. um, but anyway, so even today, um, the music I enjoy listening to, especially to play drums to and stuff, is still rock, um, even modern rock. Not, not super like, um, you know, like super speed metal or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, screamo. Yeah, no, no screamo. But but the funny thing is, Cardin, and you know, see if this is how you are. But when I play guitar, I'm much mellower. Like when yeah. I play guitar or when I write music, it's definitely a lot mellower. I don't write rock music much. Yeah, that's that's exactly why I am too. And I I also find it very very hard, as much as I will myself to to try to do it to play other people's music. I don't know any covers, maybe two. Um, I don't know why that is. I just can't. I just can't bring well, myself to it. Yeah, you, you know, know me I either. Just wanna. I, yeah, create, I didn't play I many covers. I don't know where I always yeah. have so many songs that I've made up in my own head that it's that I'm trying yeah. to. I'm trying to do those and not necessarily. I don't. I just don't know. I've never really been gravitated towards doing any covers. Well, we. You know, when I played in the bands, we had to. You know. Right. Um, but but absolutely, I agree with you. It was easier for me to sit down and write a song than it was to learn somebody else's music. Yeah, you know, truly. Yeah. And and people yeah. don't believe that, but it really was easier because I, like you, I always had music in my head, and and that actually that was the main reason I learned guitar. Really learned guitar was I wanted to get the music that was in my head out. Yep. Yep. Completely you know. agree. Yeah. 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 And I and I've got an extra set of drums, and I'm trying to get Cade now. He's he's got a little baby on the way, mm-hmm. so the room that was going to be the drum room is now going to be the nursery. So old Cadester might have to wait a little while before getting his drum set up. At AK. Well, I'll, uh, I'll hold him yeah. since it'll be a little bit closer <laughs> for him. So I'll, I'll, I've got a room for him, and and then when he's ready, you can just come get him for me. No. Okay. Well, so. uh, I think that uh, uh, we've had a great conversation about music, and I think we could talk. We could do a whole new another episode because we really didn't dive into oh, to yeah. bands much, um, and and didn't really talk. Uh, I mean, we talked the influence piece and the importance, but even just talking uh, bands, we could do that um, uh, forever. So maybe we'll have to do another one. Just absolutely like we did another. Absolutely. Uh, we, we, have no we done kidding. another movie one? I don't think we have. No, have we? no, we haven't. We, haven't. we haven't. certainly need to do that as well. I would agree. Well, it's yeah, uh, yeah. That really that that blew the hour blew by. But yeah, you know what's kind of you start talking about music with three musicians. Are you yeah, kidding me? You can go what forever. Me? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, well, um, so uh, Carden, you're you're yeah. out for a week, right? I am. Yeah, I'm out. He, you Wish got a big. Luck, yeah, you got a big. It's a big week for Carden Cade. He's got a big job interview coming up. Yeah, I do. Oh boy. Well, good luck, yeah. Carden. Thank you so much. Don't tell my uh, current employer, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. It hasn't put in the it. old two weeks yet. That's okay, yeah. Carden. We're, yeah, we're no, still... you always gotta. You uh, <laughs> I had 
but I just I'm trying to put all my eggs in one basket. Is that what it. you're supposed to do? We're kind of an uh, obscure uh, podcast card, and I think I think it's yeah, I think, I think you're safe for a while. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. What about are we are we doing a monkey moment? Absolutely, yeah, uh, oh, excellent um, intro. Um, just go ahead and hit us with your your monkey. Okay. No, I don't have one. I was just wondering. <laughs> no, no, you got to no, do no, the no. introduction. Oh, I, I the need to hear your, oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Okay, that was good. short and was sweet. Good. I got to admit though, uh, John Meese last week crushed it. His he, was, yeah, his was awesome. John, so good. I, yeah, his was great. Yeah, I, 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 I think I that's seriously. I feel like we yeah. have to copyright that and just use that as yeah. our that intro because I, I think he gave us permission. He did. He did. He did. He did. Yeah, he I'm going to have to make it. I'm just going to make a loop of it from now on. So we're yeah. we're just going to do it. I so. agree with that. Okay. So Carden, you you said you're going to come up with a monkey moment question. What yeah, is totally the out of left field? You ready? Um, yes. This was actually yep. kicked around. Um, my family was asking this, so I thought it would would be good. Okay. So um, you've committed some heinous crime and you're on death row, um, and uh, you know the the guy comes with the big black hood on um, and the axe, which I think hey. is still how it happens, and kind of says. Hey, murderer! It's your last meal. So, what are you having? What's your last meal? Hey, bad check writer. Hey, you forger. Hey, you. Hey, Jaywalker. Oh, the Jaywalker of the worst kind. Uh, I, I knew as soon as you said death row, that's what the question was going to be. Your last okay. meal. All right, Cade. Well, you're on the spot. What's your last meal? Go, Cade. Man, I have so many. I like. Um. I think it would have to be my last meal would have to be a steak mm. with mashed potatoes, mm-hmm. corn, mm-hmm. and ooh, green beans. Not canned green beans, but fried <laughs> green beans in a pan. Okay, okay. Fresh. Beans. You want them fresh. fresh. No fresh green giant beans. stuff. And if they're out of season, no. you'll wait. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not until I you get have to those put those stay on my execution. The beans yeah. are in season. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's so probably mine. I love just I a love good old, steak. just a good old meat and potatoes guy. That's Aaron a classic. Kaster. That is a classic. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. Blair, um, I'm gonna have ghost peppers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get the hottest peppers they make. Just to do it. Yeah, because uh, that way I'll focus on my mouth burning so bad I won't even think about the fact I'm dying. That you're about to die. Yeah, yeah I'm that's just, fair. Yeah, I'm just, I mean, you will. I'll be distracted. No, listen, right. I'll want to die. At that point, I'll be like, ah, just get me out of this. Just Anything will be better right. than this. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Interesting. So that's <laughs> also a just stop the pain. of milk. <laughs> so, no, I don't want the milk. Just, Dad, just. <laughs> that's interesting. Dad took it a completely different direction. Instead of, you know, I want to enjoy my last moment. He's yeah. like, I want him to be so miserable that. I don't even think about the fact that they are my last moments. Or maybe that death would be better than what yeah, I'm going death, through at the yeah, moment. That's fair. So, yeah. That's okay. Fair. okay. Yeah. That's okay. A, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, can I meet, I'm going to meet right in the middle. <laughs> I, I <think. laughs> no, Cardin, be original. Okay. I'll be original. How about a large Papa Murphy's pepperoni pizza with a side of nachos? Really? Yeah, really? for sure. That's your last yeah. meal on earth. Last meal. Well, I'm not doing ghost peppers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm definitely taking a large pepperoni pizza over that for but, sure. Okay, I, I understand. But here's the caveat. I have to make it. They have to give it to me, um, and then I get to bake it because I like. there's a certain way I like to make it. Hmm. You, now, wait a second. How yeah. how do you make a Papa John's pizza? Aren't they pre-made? No, not Papa John's. Papa Murphy's. Oh, no, Papa, Papa Murphy. Murphy's Sorry. Take, Sorry. Take a bake. Take a bake. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Okay. So, so you're I'll taking it. it. I'm throwing it in the oven. I'm getting it cooked the way I okay. like it. Okay. All right. All right. And, that, and, and, and after that meal, you're like, okay, I'm ready to go. Okay, let's go. Come on, guy. Okay. Take me to come the come axe on, place. Guy. I don't like the axe. I mean, what, I don't know what century you're, you're referring to. but yeah, yeah. Man, I, committed a, I stole some sheep, Blair. There, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I stole some sheep. I sheer did. I mean, that's a, the, Cardin, that's a bad joke. Ah, there. Yeah. Okay. I mean, forget the axe. Why not just go with the guillotine? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no. Axe is a lot cheaper. We got a budget here. Around sure. those no, yeah. Well, okay. So we learned we learned a little bit about each other now. Yeah, and we did. We, so just in case we're on uh, death row, guys. We death we row. you know the the mystery's been solved. Okay. Well, Carton, very good luck. I'll, so by the time will you know about your job by the time you get back here? Uh, I guess we'll find out. I don't really know. I mean, okay. That's, I, they didn't I, give I you a timeline. The, the plan, but uh, it really depends on how it goes. I guess I don't know. Okay, and yeah, we'll I, uh, I, well, will we be waiting on pins and needles? Good luck with the interview, Carden. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, and Cade, thanks for joining us again for our pop culture night with music. Yes, of course. Really Always enjoyed a it. pleasure. I, yeah. I just want to put a little plug in. If you're looking for a temporary host for next week, I'm available. Okay. Well, thank you. Well, there we go. Take well, it, thank take you. Leave it. Take it or leave it. Just putting that on the table. But, of course, enjoy it as always. Thank you guys for having me. And Absolutely. Wait to do it again. Okay. Well, uh, I'll, you know, my people will get a hold of your people, kid. Okay? Don't, uh, don't, yeah, no, don't call my, us. My people will contact both your people. Don't call us. We'll okay. call you, kid. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, it was fun. Uh, so for for episode uh, forty three, guys. Good night. Good night. Good night.